And welcome back to the next episode of the Million Dollar Coach podcast. Joined this morning or this afternoon, depending when you're listening to this, by Mr. Sam Burns and Ash Poller. How are you guys? Great. So we had a great kickoff episode last week talking about what MDCP is and, you know, Tony, um, who's not with us today, like not in the literal sense as in he's no longer with us, but not with us today, um, about, you know, the six-figure coach seminar upcoming and the online course. The topic I thought would be really interesting to dig in today because, you know, from my experience being an affiliate owner, Affiliate owners, we tend to have some insecurities cooking. Like, you know, our greatest fear is that our staff are going to discover um, the secret source and run off and open an affiliate down the road and, and they think they can do it better than us. We are scared to give too much information. We don't give enough information. We don't know what to give. And now when I hear a coach is going to go off and do a course to teach them to become a million-dollar coach, like they're not going to want to come and be paid, you know, 25 bucks an hour to coach a class. Um, that's the problem for me. So I thought we could really flesh out and, and get on the front foot with this and deal with this up front is like why affiliate owners don't need to be threatened by this course and, and understanding what's powerful for both parties and, and how both er- both affiliate owners and coaches need each other to really make this thing hum and work. Yeah. yeah. Sound good? I mean... um, who, wa- who wants to lead off with a thought on that one? I, I got I got so much. Ash, you want to go? Okay. I just I would I think we can all agree by saying first of all, it's not called the million dollar or the six figure affiliate owner seminar. <laughs> it's for coaches specifically, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So we've got you know fit affiliates doing their job to make the affiliate owners as as successful as possible, and now we're trying to bring it down to the coaches as well, and then in doing so you know, creating hopefully a very cohesive environment where everybody is then benefiting. Yeah. And I, you know, to the, to the insecurity or the fear that, you know, oh, well, the coaches are going to figure out the secret sauce and they're going to, you know, come and do it better. If you, if that's what you're afraid of affiliate owners, why haven't you gone out of your way to also figure out this secret sauce? You know, like I, I, you know, and, and this is to, to Ash's point, you know, Fitfilia does a killer job of helping affiliate owners understand the real business that they're in and how do we get you to do the things you need to do to reach the goals you need to reach so that that becomes a reality, you know? And then, like, once you've undergone that or you understand that process, you're going to look at something like the MDCP and you're going to say, well, of course, why would I not want my coaches to have that same epiphany? Mm. Um, and, I, and, I, and I guess I think that, like this is the thing for me is these are not, it's so easy to put coaches and affiliate owners on opposing sides. Um, and it mm. does not have to be like that. And if we had on one side the affiliate owner who was in Formed and knowledgeable, and then on the other side we had the coach who was informed and knowledgeable. Like the impact they could make together—that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I, that's what I would love to see come to fruition. 
And I think quite often, and I know we don't want to get bogged down, as we said last week, in like the trauma that affiliate owners we like to carry with us, but it is very much that, well, coaches come to you and say, I need to make more money. So I need to either get a part-time job or I need to go and work at multiple facilities. That might not always be feasible for, for your business model. And the affiliate owner is like, well, I've only got X amount of dollars. Like there's no extra dollars to pay you. But then if the coach goes out and is, is generating additional revenue, quite often we don't see how that can come back and help us. Whereas the coach is coming to the affiliate owner saying, um, I've got bills to pay. I need to make, you know, I've done my level four. Like I need a pay rise or I should get or I'm entitled to. And also not understanding that by them creating opportunities within the affiliate, which is, you know, why they need that base, it helps both parties. So there is that disconnect of, you know, understanding how it, how it meshes together. And that's why I thought this was a good topic today is like each side needs the other to create that, to create bigger levers to pull to have bigger results, bigger impact. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean you, you want to use your team, right? And try and make the undefeatable affiliate, if you will. And it starts with your coaches, you know. Um, bringing in, if coaches feel empowered to do something for themselves that could also benefit the affiliate as a whole, then you don't have a coach who's going to just come in and coach the class for the hour and do what you say, no more, no less, right? Like they're, they're going to try to push to make the affiliate as a whole more successful because it would allow them to become more successful as well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and it's, yeah, go Sam. Well, I was going to say, and especially where the affiliate owner has done the hard work of establishing the space, getting the equipment, taking care of the insurance, the trainer doesn't, we forget this as trainers. None of that is our responsibility. <laughs> you know, we didn't yeah. have to take out a $100,000 loan to furnish a space for us to play in. Yeah. And all of that is on the owners. And I think if more, more trainers understood the magnitude of that, they mm. wouldn't, you know, I think sometimes it, it's, we can be a little glib and be like, well, maybe I could open a place down the road mm. and do it better myself. And, you know, you know there's a thing, um, you know, coach maths is a thing where coaches will sit down and go, well, hang on a minute, Sam's got 100 members. They're all paying $200 a month. Like, so let me do the maths here. Wow, he's rolling it. I'm going to go open an affiliate. Not, it's a license to print money. What said coach doesn't realize is that Sam's paying all these things and, all this stuff in the background and it's like, yeah, Sam's not actually even getting paid, let alone getting a new, you know, Ferrari um, this weekend. It's like <laughs> you don't see him rolling into town, you know, like, woohoo, here we go. And understanding how, you know, powerful it can be because if your coaches are then engaged and see opportunities and, and are empowered to create opportunities, they're not going to look anywhere else because they're like once they've seen behind the curtain and know what goes into it, they're like, mm -hmm. mm, actually, you know what? This is a pretty sweet gig. I can just create some additional opportunities and revenue and you're going to let me make decisions and we both benefit. So, but I don't have any of the ultimate, you know, make sure the lights come on every day. I just get to complain if the lights don't come on. So this is not a bad gig. This is a pretty sweet gig. Thanks. 
Um, and it can be a really powerful shift in the relationship. Yeah. And especially, and you said it earlier, and I want to make sure we highlight it, like it's not just trainers coming to the owner and being like, hey, I'm a level three, I'm a level four, pay me more money. It's creating first a mindset and then the understanding of how to execute additional value creation. And through that value creation and partnering with your affiliate owner who has done all the hard work of getting the space and getting the equipment and getting the pre-built audience who wants what you have to sell, like you partner together, you know, trainers, you get an opportunity to do a really cool thing and add value to your community and get compensated for it. Affiliate owners, you get to get a cut of that or creating a space for them to do that. And it's, you know, like you said, once they know the the math behind like you know what it really costs to run an affiliate, they're going to take the coach option, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I can even begin to explain like you know the amount that coaches don't know that has to go on in the backside of it behind the scenes that is boring and frustrating and confusing. You know that sounds like you're speaking from experience, Ash. <laughs> It's yeah, it you know, like they don't even begin to wrap their minds around that. And then the owners think that they have to do that and provide all the extras on the front end. But if you can empower your coaches to do that, it's one less thing you have to do that will have more allow more to come in so that you can focus more on that back end business side without having to worry about trying to micromanage your team or do the extras because now they want to do it. Yeah. If that and if oh, only we had a program that taught that. Oh, no. pin. <laughs> <laughs> so our power and numbers group, I know that as an affiliate owner, I had two staff go through that and it was mind blowing for them to like, to actually, and it was difficult for me because the first thing they come up to you is go, um, you know, what are our performance numbers? Cause that's what, you know, the pin coach will ask them for. And I go, why, why, why do you want to see see that? And I went back to my coach and said, ah, oh, my coaches are asking for this. Is this right? You know, because you don't want to look like you don't know what you're doing or how badly you're doing maybe or even how well you're doing. It's just, you know, confronting. But once my coaches understood all the stuff that went in behind those numbers, it wasn't just, oh, well, Sam's not a member anymore. That's a bummer. That's sad. It's actually, well, no, $3,000 has just walked out our door because you're a dick at 5 a.m. And then, you know, having those powerful conversations as an owner to have them say, well, is this getting you closer to where you want to be or further? And I was like, because mm. as an owner, who's asking us those questions? Because we, we're the captain of the ship. Like, there's just do what I say. There's no one's asking me questions about the course. Yeah. Um, and it's a powerful shift. And, you know, those coaches were super engaged and super involved and super, you know, willing to go above and beyond just in a heartbeat and understand how they could contribute. Even something as simple as, you know, encouraging members to to buy the protein supplements we sell from us rather than going direct to the seller. Like just little things. It was a, it was a big shift. Yeah. Well and if I mean for coach I mean so for affiliate owners, if we don't get the affiliate owners to open up and be a little vulnerable and take the emotional attachment away from those numbers like it's not a value judgment on you as a human being mm. you know like give me the data not the drama and then we can start to have like adult conversations about like okay so this is where you are 
cool. I want to help. I want to help. Mm. But it's so hard to do that if we can't. It's like trying to. Tr it's like trying to change your macros if you're not tracking where you are already. You know. Mm. And the first thing I tell anybody I'm working with is, I don't want you to change anything. I just want to know what you're doing right now. You know. So yeah. we have a baseline. Um, mm. It would. Yeah. It, it it takes vulnerability to do that. Yeah, and 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 being able to stand up and go okay, and accept that you don't necessarily have all the answers. Just because it's my name on the door does not mean that I have all the answers. Um, you know, I sacked up to put everything on the line to open it, but I do not have all the answers. And you know, everything I've tried clearly, you know, has worked or or not or whatever. But what's something that could could move move it forward faster um, and being able to have that conversation. And and I know that like for you guys, both of you have been in the position where you've been in that gym manager, head coach position. You do genuinely want to help. But again, I think that we get a little stuck or the, you know, the, the coaches get a little stuck about how to offer that help or, you know, instead of coming with a problem, how do I come with a solution? and frame that and and have an owner who's receptive to that and not be frustrated with, my God, I see so much potential in this place. I really want to do this, but I can't because you're not doing anything because you don't get it. Yeah. Bugger it. I'm going to go and open my own place. And that's that cycle again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to make, okay, I'll try not to make this about my own trauma as a coach. <laughs> um, I identify very strongly with, you know, being potential and not being in a place to execute on that potential but then also not understanding business acumen having like no starting place in terms of you know, what's appropriate price to charge how to, how to determine that price like where does that come from what's the why behind it and this is where you know affiliate owners can be mentors or coaches and it doesn't have to be in a competitive way where like, hey, I'm afraid that my person's going to go open another gym. Like, bro, there's plenty of people who need CrossFit. You're not competing. Mm. But like, if you can bring this person along and be like, hey, would you like to understand how this works a little bit? And they're like, oh, okay, yeah. I can now create a program with a little bit of education instead of guessing. And, oh, you're going to, this is going to help you and it's going to help me. Mm. And, you know, coaches understanding that's, I think, the beauty of the Million Dollar um, Coach Program and also the, the the seminar that, you know, is is coming down the pipeline is that it's helping coaches realise the own power that they have within them to, you know, instead of waiting for someone else to tell their stories, they can master those skills and create, you know, um, a brand of themselves but still within that affiliate. So it's servicing you know, how to position yourself, how to, you know, we all know as coaches, we know lots of things, but usually we're waiting for somebody to come and ask us the questions like, you know, um, oh, well, I think Ash is good at pull-ups. Like she can help me with that if I go and ask about pull-ups rather than, hey, maybe I'll develop a program and show people, you know, the knowledge about what I have in that space and giving coaches the confidence and the tools to go, Here's a tangible set of steps for me to follow that will help me build a product that will generate additional revenue for me and also for the affiliate and our members get better 
Yeah. And possibly attract some new members or new interest from outside that wasn't there previously. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you may get people who, you know, don't get that offered where they're currently at or they're not even doing CrossFit but they're interested in it but they're doing like lookalikes. Mm-hmm. It, you know, there's there's all those things. If you bu- if you know how to build something and then communicate about it, quite often in our affiliates we're excellent a bit about building programs and and courses and seminars but the only people that know about it is our members. And if you keep offering them a new seminar every month, pretty soon they like they just get fatigued from this is new, learn this, learn this, learn this. You know, we need to have as many eyes on to create, you know, to position ourselves as the expert in our local market. Yeah. yeah and, it would- and again, that's the power of CrossFit, isn't it, over the lookalikes? You know, is the teaching, you know, the the coaching rather than just turn up, look at a screen, bang away for 45 minutes and off you go. I feel like there's a shot taken there at no. a couple of very specific brands. No. <laughs> Never. Nothing, nothing was mentioned. I was just saying just no. generically. Well, and, no, I, I mean, I, yeah, like it would, no, no one has the educational department that CrossFit has. Nobody has the first principles understanding of health and fitness baked into their methodology like CrossFit has. The potential to affect lives beyond the ones that are already inside of your affiliate is so great, so great. And like above and beyond what you might have for individual aspirations as a coach or as affiliate owner. Like mm. there are a couple skills that CrossFit has not furnished us with in terms mm. of how to position, for example, right? And Coaches need to understand this and affiliate owners need to understand this. And working together, you know, to, to borrow a quote from Greg Glassman, it's a jet stream of positive results, you know, when you've got both happening at the same time. Mm. But you can do it with just the affiliate and you can do it with just the coach. It's just not going to be as efficient, you know. Mm. Um, and in, a, in an industry where everything that we do is measurable, observable, and repeatable, why wouldn't we want to be hyper-efficient in things like you know, positive effects and revenue generation and you know, everything else? And I think we're still getting past those mindsets around revenue generation being a dirty word. It's, mm-hmm. you know, embrace the sufferer. It's not meant to be easy. I'm not doing it for the money. I just want to help people, yada, 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 to get and people's own limiting beliefs around around money, which is a whole other conversation, but which is why I think... <laughs> The topic million dollar just blows their mind. It's like no one can make a million dollars coaching. Well, hell, people do. But it's getting past those barriers as well and understanding that there is a structure and a process that you can learn and implement that will get you um, getting positive traction on your your revenue rather than just, I'm just going to do a story today and I'll do the blinding lights dance because everyone else did and I got lots of eyes looking at it. Yeah, cool, bro. Um, what what's the value in that? Like understanding the purpose behind what you're doing. I only thought about that because it's resurfaced. But <laughs> has it? It's come back. It's come back. Yeah. Um, but because it's you know understanding what goes behind the positioning, 
the telling the story, the packaging, the offer, all of that sort of stuff. There's a whole process behind that that you can actually learn rather than just loading up with buckshot and putting stuff out there and going, you oh, know, something will hit somewhere. I mean, yeah, as much as we all, you know, I, that common theme of I just want to help people. I don't coach to get, you know, it's not about the money. So, like, I mean, that just sounds like, I, you know, that was my story for years and years. Um, but the bottom line is we all need to make a living. And if we could make a comfortable living off of helping people, then why the hell wouldn't we? Because there's a lot of people out there that need help. Mm. so it's not a dirty word like we everybody's trying to make a living in some way so what's wrong with making a living by mm. helping people who need help <laughs> the heart surgeons aren't sitting there going oh i'm not doing this for the money yeah like, right <laughs> they're adequately rewarded for what they do and i think sam said on our first podcast could be sam could be tony about you know there are more people outside the affiliate yeah sam mm -hmm. he's taking yeah. full credit for that yeah that need CrossFit then, you know, that are currently in affiliates and yes. there's more than enough for everyone. If we have that abundance mindset, like, mm -hmm. you know, we have what 15 odd thousand affiliates. Um, we need a whole heap more coaches really. And more affiliates, if we are going to solve this most vexing problem um, around the, around the world, like there is, when you look at your average affiliate, you know, 150 fills up their space, like, that's a very, if you look in your local area, that's a very small percentage. Like there's enough yeah. and people will invest, you know, because then the next conversation is, well, no one's spending money at the moment. There's going to be a recession. There's tightening, da, 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 da. It's like, well, businesses like affiliates, some the affiliates who did it well made money during the pandemic, during closures were some of their most profitable months. Like people will invest in a worthwhile product that they see adds value to their life but how do they know it adds value if you're not telling them and if yeah. you don't know how to tell them the pattern continues right well and you know and again we're back to value creation this isn't money for the sake of making money you know mm. although right if i'm going to be honest almost spitefully like because i've been in this long enough and i've i've had this such good fortune of working with the people i've worked with I have this broad understanding of the positive effects of CrossFit. I'll keep it confined to CrossFit. Like the fact that more people don't understand that CrossFit executed well, you know, will keep you from having to go see doctors, go see, you know, endocrinologists, go see, you know, osteopaths, um, you know, either sooner rather than later. Um, and that more trainers don't act as such drives me crazy. Like, we really mm. do have the power to save lives, hundreds of thousands of lives as a community of trainers. And that's not a lightweight thing, you know? And so I think, I think we should act like people who work in the healthcare field, frankly. That's just me. Um, I... We do, there's, there's no competition, there's plenty of people, we need a lot more trainers, but nobody's going to sign up for this gig if, they're, if they think that it's a barely above the poverty line um, 
wage earning app, uh, occupation, you know? And to your point about, um, you know, profitable months and, and people paying during the pandemic and stuff like that, people understand, hopefully people understand, and if they don't, it's our job to tell them, if they're not paying for it now, they're going to pay for it later. Health and fitness is one of those, you can pay for it up front, or you can pay for it later, and it's going to come with a lot of pain and discomfort later on. Right? And it's a lot different than the pain and discomfort that we talk about inside of the class. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if we're talking about adding value and and something that, you know, we're talking about programs that add value and and people, if they see value, what is something that if we're talking about this podcast, for example, adding value and, you know, not that we're going to, you know, throw all of our content out there and people can just get it through the podcast and, you know, that would be silly because we have, you know, um, this seminar, which is going to be incredibly, incredibly valuable and and hugely impactful. But, you know, in your guys' experience, talk about how you've learned about, you know, creating value and impact through developing something that helps both the affiliate that, that you're at and and yourself as well. Me? <laughs> Me sure, first. why not? Yeah, ladies uh, first. Um, well, I mean, I'm going to start by saying, even if we put everything in this, I Tony said something similar to this earlier when we were discussing, but even if we put all of our information in here, it wouldn't matter because people people need coaching. They need they have questions. They need to know how. Like there's all sorts of steps in between. I mean, Lisa, you know, as my coach and helping me regularly to implement some of these things, right? It's still it's always a process. It's a work. Um, that accountability piece, like someone asking you, are you on track with what you said you wanted to do? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um. Putting things into practice, is that what the question was? I went on a rant there, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's about like, you know, how have you used like or understood the concept in in your roles of creating value in something that you were developing for the affiliate um, that was also going to benefit you but it was going to benefit them and then, you know, how do you frame that rather than just going, oh, I'm just going to run this thing and we'll run it for zero dollars? Yeah, I mean, I, I can use an example right now that we're launching this week in my affiliate. Um, I'm doing a progress your pull. And it's not just for if you don't have a pull up, it's for basically anything that you would do on the rig. Because we, as we all know, if you've ever taken the gymnastics course um, or any sort of seminar, no matter how good you are at one thing, you can always dial back and go back to basics and get better and refine and dial in. Um, so we are running that it was, it's a limited class. Um, so it's not just like you show up and we can take as many people you had to pre-register. We limited at 10 people. It was a $20 per class for our members, or you could buy it up front for all six weeks, I think for a hundred. Um, and again, so that goes money into the gym's pocket and a little extra money for me as well. But it's also servicing a need. There's so many people who've been in banned purgatory on that rig, and every affiliate owner knows this. Every coach has seen this. Right? It's I've like a member who's been there day one and still on that band, you know. And yeah. this affiliate's been open for 11 years, so that tells you something. Like 
people, there's a need for it and there's a want for it. I mean, it's sold out. So, you know, mm. um, yeah. things like that, but like so they-, they should just be able to get better during class. Maybe, but the class is limited. Like you are getting coached and you are getting definitely way more help than you get if you walked into a big box gym and just did the same workouts that were just written without being coached. But mm. you can refine, get more specific. And that has value. Mm. I think I remember even back in the day, I would say to my members going, if you keep coming to enough classes, you'll get a pull up, but it's going to take a lot longer than if you spend the next six weeks working with me one-on-one. And yes, it's going to cost you more for that, but you know, if we can compress time and get you to your goal sooner, isn't that, you know, worth something significant? So yeah. Yeah. My favorite example of things like that is um, anything, so, you know, I've, I've done this in a couple different ways. Like inside of the walls of the affiliate, it's um, a lot of skill-based seminars. So gymnastics, um, double-enders, super popular, right? If you, can, if you can come up with a methodology for teaching the double-under, which makes it very accessible, that's very valuable, you know? Um, also, stop doing penguin taps. They don't work. Um, (laughs) that's, that's, that's my little double under rant there. Um, but every, every year, you know, and, and the gymnastics course talks about this every year, the open comes around every year. There's chest a bar, there's toe to bar, there's double unders every year. Everybody who bites it in one of those workouts on one of those movements says, I'm going to get better. And I know exactly zero people who have followed through on that. (laughs) Yeah, two you weeks know, after the open, and it's like yeah, like you spend oh, five minute practice time. for three days, and then someone's like, "Hey, you want to snatch?" And you're like, "Oh yeah, screw this shit," and so <laughs> you you just stop doing that. So like Toto Bar seminar, like Toto Bar is a very like I say that because like I would have a strength prerequisite for something like a, a kipping pull up seminar, right? I don't have that same prerequisite for Toto Bar. I can teach that to a broad range of athletes. I can absolutely fill two hours of good, dense, unique coaching for the Toto Bar that's valuable for my members, that's valuable for people outside of my athlete community, you know? Mm. Um, personal training is another way that I did that. You know, previously we had, a, we had a thing where it was kind of a fixed rate, you know, so many minutes for so many dollars. And I went to my affiliate owner and said, I can provide more value than this. And I can create more money for you and I can get compensated better if I change the pricing model. And I did, and that I made that affiliate money hand over fist just from personal training. Um, and it, another way I've done this is kind of inside of the the trainer community. I wrote a, a brief. It was a kind of a how to. We, we in terms of technical coaching, teaching, seeing, correcting is watchword for how we go about technical coaching. But I can tell you to teach, seeing, and correcting. You'll be like, uh huh, and then you get into your class and you're like. Shit! <laughs> you just not sure what to what? do. <laughs> what? What do you say again? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. It's like I know I'm supposed to do it better, but how? What? And yeah, right. And so i i wrote a I wrote a document. It was a how to, and you know, keep it really simple for the trainers as well as the coaches. And I know that it works because I was taught how to do it, and it really does work. And so that's value creation. 
So how what does the conversation then look like? If I'm, you know, coach, you know, Lisa, and I've I've got this great idea for this thing I want to run, how do I take, you know, from your experience, how do I take that to my affiliate owner in a way that is um, going to be well-received and, you know, rather than just coming in with going, this place sucks, we need to do more of this and then just walk away from that conversation and go, well, I'm just going to leave you with that. Like what's what have you found is a, is a I guess it's a value-adding way that you can ha- open that conversation with your owner or head coach, whoever makes the decisions. So to be clear, we're looking for a better way to say something other than this place sucks. That's the yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, look, I'm I'm just lobbing one over the net for you guys. It's your first like solo episode, so I'm just I'm lobbing one up there. Ash, you want this? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I'll start by saying, you know, don't phrase it. I have some I've had experience with this myself. Don't go to your owner by saying we need to or you should do something like you know phrase it as a, i had an idea that might help us and our members there we go like because then you're not blaming an owner for doing something wrong or your head coach or general or whoever um you are simply presenting an idea and an opportunity and it sounds inviting and it sounds like you're a team player yeah so I, that you know. that's the first thing i'll say is in it with that with that kind of mindset and um and have a plan <laughs> don't just have an idea have an actual plan <laughs> well and even if you don't have an actual plan coming with a solution focused mindset rather than a problem focused mindset you know Hey, I've had people ask me about X, Y, or yes. Z. I'd like to help with this, you know? Um, and, and that's kind of how my, uh, the toad of our thing is like, people were asking, Hey, can, can we spend some time, you know, after class on this? And I don't know how many hours after class I wasted. It's not wasted, but I didn't um, utilize to their fullest potential just giving away information um and i didn't i didn't profit from those but yeah. i did establish myself as a as a as an expert inside of my community right and so i laid that groundwork and then later i could go to my owners and say hey i'm being asked about this regularly here's what i'd like to do and i'd like to get your thoughts you know and i told them what i wanted to do and what it would look like and this is what I wanted to charge and this rate for members and this rate for X people. And this is when I want to do it. So we have time to advertise. And there's a lot of ways you can pull those different levers to do a bunch of different things. But if I was going to come to my affiliate owner, I would come armed with those pieces of information. Yeah. I mean, and it's human nature, isn't it? If someone comes to you with something, you're like, it's the, well, what's in it for me? Like, what's the, you know, are you coming to me with this thing that, either what's in it for me is in a whole heap of work, which is not appealing or residual income, or is it strengthening, you know, a common thing and everybody wants to be part of something. It makes it, you know, the coaches feel like they're part of the team, but it's having that answer. Okay. Well, this is going to help us by doing the following things rather than you need to do, 
you haven't done, the members are grumpy, everyone's going to leave, you know. And I think a lot of affiliate owners would find that novel to have a coach come up and say, hey, I have an idea, I want to help, rather well, than, you know, you need to do, we need. Yeah. I mean, as, a, as an affiliate owner, I got to imagine it would feel pretty awesome to have a coach who feels bought in and connected and empowered to come to them with a solution, not with a, hey, you know, I, I keep thinking of the, what is it, the, the line from Christmas Vacation, shitter's full, <laughs> like, don't come with another problem, like, yeah. come with a solution. But the, yeah. but the flip side of that is, you know, affiliate owners, have you created deliberately an environment where your coaches feel like their opinion is listened to, like they're allowed to have ideas and come to you with solutions. Like it takes two to tango, man. Mm. And and there is having that that conversation that doesn't come from automatically being defensive. It's like, you know, I and I mean the first thing we say to members when they come to CrossFit, leave your ego at the door. And you kind of need to be able to do that as an affiliate owner when someone's coming to you, but if they're phrasing it as an opportunity to work together, not as a blame or just leaving the baby on your doorstep, it's like, oh, here's an opportunity where we can, you know, grow better together and and encourage those conversations. I know I would have loved to have um, coaches come to me, you know, with ideas, but then on reflection I looked back at once because I once I started my journey as a client of affiliate and I looked back on conversations that I'd had in the previous, you know, five years I'd owned the affiliate and I realised a lot of times I said no, like, oh, I want to do no and I'll tell you why it's not going to work or no, I'm too tired to do that or no, I don't have time versus, you know, um, I had a coach come to me and say, oh, you know, I'd, I'd really be interested in running a Sunday class and I caught myself and my immediate reaction was to go, well, no, this is why. And instead I said, cool, you want to run it, you own it. Um, you know, it needs to be viable. Here's how many num members you need in a class to make it viable. Yeah. And if you can't fill it, if you can't run it because you're away that day, then it doesn't run. Like I'm not backfilling it. Like this is your baby. Okay, cool. And off they went. And I went, well, that felt really good to say yes for a change yeah. and give them full, yeah. full, full scope versus my tendency. And I went, I said no a lot to a lot of things that, hmm could have taken a lot off my plate and it's lacking that awareness of just saying no because you like, oh, it's more work. Like you said, it's the shit is full. It's just, like I've got enough things to worry about to keep the lights on, let alone, you know, Susan needs to get her toaster bar before the open again, you know. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, <laughs> so how do we think, so, you know, we've talked a little bit about before we kind of, you know, get to the natural end of this, I guess. But if you feel like you've never brought something to the table before to your affiliate owner, what's some um, strategies that we can outline that just some basic things that they go, okay, this is the first time I'm going up to meet Sam and I've got an idea, but I'm really nervous because I don't want him to slap me down. But, yeah. um, you know, some framework that they can put together about their offer and building an offer? I mean, if I was going to design a program, I 
first of all, I would look at, is there a need for it, right? So like, are people asking me about something? And if I'm a coach and an affiliate, almost certainly people are pretty consistently asking me in my classes about X. A lot of times mm-hmm. it's gymnastics um, or it's, you know, I want to get better at the snatch or the clean and jerk, you know, and it'll be what it'll be. Um, do what we talked about earlier. Have a think about it. What's, what's the, the problem or the pain point that I'm looking to, to address? And how can I create a program that's going to address that? Flesh that out. Okay. Um, what's the maximum number of people that I can be effective with in the least amount of time to help these people address that pain point, right? Um, is it a four-hour Olympic lifting clinic or a four-week, once-a-week kind of thing? Is it you know, a one-hour crash course in this, or are we just going to make a whole, um, whole new program? Um, <clears throat> oh, I froze. And, That's right. Hey, there we go. Um, and then do the math on what's your time worth? What can you provide to the affiliate owner and kind of work backwards from that? You should be able to figure out, okay, well, if it's going to take me X amount of hours to flesh out this program and we're going to execute it and it takes X amount of hours to execute this program, my time is worth Y and factor in a cut for the, uh, for the affiliate owner. And then I need, okay, at so many people, I need them this many people at this price. Mm. And there's probably some room for back and forth between the affiliate owner based on their own opinions and what they think they'd like to have happen. But that's what I would, that's what I would have a think about. And then when you do that, go to them and be like, Hey, I'm being asked about this. Um, I came up with an idea. I'd love to, I'd love to get your thoughts on it. Mm. And I think most affiliate owners would be ecstatic that they didn't have to come up with an answer. Yep. And the more questions you answer on the front end, the more likely the answer on the back end is going to be, cool, go have fun. Mm. Yeah, and let me help you if, if you need help, but, you know, go run with it. Awesome. Well, that was a really good chat today, guys. I think, you know, we have offered some value to our coach audience. I guess the Fitfiliate podcast is more directed at affiliate owners, but you know, this is designed to help coaches, you know, leverage their opportunities and create more opportunities for themselves, which benefit everyone in the ecosystem. Happier coaches leads to everyone being happier and more content and satisfied. So thanks for being part of today's chat. I look forward to our next one. And if anybody's listening to this, which I know that they are, we got really good feedback from episode one. Sounds like a uh, Star Wars thing going on but from episode Uh, one so please subscribe if you know a coach that uh could benefit from listening to this share it with them um you know get on board listen to it or watch it on your favorite platform and we'll be dropping new episodes weekly and we'll see you on the flip side thanks guys thanks very much lisa thanks lisa